First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. Infrastructure bill in the Senate, and Rachel is on right now. Good morning, Rachel. Hey, good morning. Yes, there was, there's been more discussions between the White House and the uh, Republicans regarding infrastructure. And as of Friday, it looked like things were uh, still pretty far apart. Uh, actually, the White House came down a, a smidge in their numbers, uh, but... Uh, Republicans say is still not enough. Um, and look, there's a soft deadline of Memorial Day when it comes to uh, whether or not uh, they're going to use budget reconciliation uh, in uh, in the House and then moving on to the Senate. Uh, so this would probably be about the uh, you know the last stand this week before the Memorial Day holiday to see if they can come to some kind of agreement. So um, how close would that, uh, you know, they say uh, Manchin is the one that holds the uh, holds the keys to this whole uh, uh, situation, uh, saying that he would not participate in uh, in that. Well, that's right. Joe Manchin does not like the idea of raising the corporate tax rate as high as Democrats have proposed. He wants kind of a middle ground. So he definitely has the spotlight on him. Um, but, again, uh, that, that's with the budget reconciliation. So they would all have to be on the same page about that with Democrats to be able to push this through. This is the president's first uh, uh, plan that was uh, price tagged at about $2.3 billion. The White House has come down to $1.8. But they cut areas that uh, really Republicans wouldn't have had such a big uh, problem with. Uh, they cut back on broadband and some of the other, what they call traditional infrastructure, and then, uh, you know, left in place the, uh, the billions of dollars for in-home care for seniors, things like that that aren't traditional infrastructure. So, yeah, still kind of far apart, uh, but uh, this is the last week of negotiations yeah. before lawmakers head out of town. And is this, um, this is really roads and the highways resurfacing and, and bridges, right, this uh, infrastructure? This, this- yeah, this first part, except when there's about four hundred billion dollars for in-home care for seniors, which again doesn't isn't really traditional infrastructure. And Republicans just want to spend less, and they want to they want pay fors like uh, you know your your kind of service fees, uh, a gas tax, things like that. And that's something that the White House has said no because they don't want any tax increases on anybody making less than four hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah. All right. Interesting stuff, Rachel. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Uh, Rachel Sutherland from Fox News. How about uh, Phil Mickelson? Unbelievable. Yeah. Awesome. (laughs) I I don't think I've ever seen the uh, fans like they were last night. Uh, Without a mask, you mean? What, no, like rowdiness. Like, like oh, going yeah. nuts. I thought they were, I thought he was going to be injured. At one point, he had to pull himself off somebody. Yeah. I wanted to storm the green, as it, it were. It was unbelievable. Now, and then he went. He won, and when he won, so he missed the the, the longer putt and then put it in. I expected mayhem based on what so we saw I. before, and so it did, did and it didn't happen. And so all of a sudden, they regained control of themselves. <laughs> like, oh my god, wait a minute, this is golf. I forgot. Well, you know what happens is uh, the it was the guys with the blue and white striped shirts. Yeah, they what were, they do is they pass a string and they kind of box out the green. I saw that. And, you could see them bring it trying yeah. to because at one point, I, I think um, uh, uh, the announcer there from NBC, oh, Jim or Nance. CBS, yeah. Jim Nance. Said, said uh, completely, they've lost, completely lost control. I could, I've and never they, heard yeah, that before. I have never heard that. And I said to my wife, "This is like 
She said, "This what's so loud? I've never heard golf so loud." I'm like, "I know this is really weird." It has yeah. to be. I think this is the first major where there is or think, was the volume of people that yeah. you're used to seeing. In they a golf had course. apparently these people hadn't been out since March of last year. <laughs> yes, I think it was a combination <clears throat> of that. Yeah, the fifth being 50 years old and winning. That was you know, huge. him being a legend. But these yeah. people have been kind of. You haven't been able to do that in so long, and to be in that moment, I think people just kind of lost it. I know. I mean, then you know, we'll get to this, but the Knicks game last night, same thing. Fifteen thousand people. Yeah, it was like over seventy-five percent capacity. People were going nuts. Um, it, for for Mickelson though, really just incredible, right? Yeah, fifty years old, oldest to ever win. Um, just incredible. And the interesting thing was his performance. On Sunday was not great. I mean, he shot a one over. Yeah, um, I know. if it wasn't for the great uh, Friday Saturday that he had, he would have probably yeah. been in trouble. But well, and kept the rest was of the two field. over. Yeah. yeah, you know yeah. that course. It was some shots that Mickelson in particular had actually Kepka as well, where they would be just off the green. Well, and the wind too it was very the, windy. The wind was bad, <laughs> but then there would there would be these like growths of weeds and sand and yeah. it's like yeah that's 10 feet off the green how yeah. is that right there it was kind of odd so but yeah it was kind of cool i don't ever remember watching a major from that course they call those tumble hazards the wind blows them <laughs> in and all of a sudden you got a sand trap it's so crazy. actually speaking of the rowdy fans brooks Kepka was very upset uh because he says Apparently, the raucous fans dinged his knee a few times. He had had knee injuries. that uh, He had had a sprain at the end of March that required surgery. Of course surgery. they did. It was and out of like control. Hit, running into him. Yeah. Crazy. I had never seen... Uh, I had never... <laughs> my wife be like, I've never seen golf so loud. What's going on? Yeah. It's really weird. So, it was kind of interesting uh, being down a couple days last week and then waking up, really, and seeing what went on this weekend. It's like... I woke up in a different world. Yeah. The, nobody's wearing masks. I mean, even locally. But uh, yeah. On television, the games, you know. How many masked people did you see at that golf tournament? I didn't see any anyone. Unless they worked for the course. Yeah. Nobody had, yeah. nobody had a mask. It's funny on. because it became, it's gone to mind your own business. And if I'm not wearing a mask, um, don't, uh, how dare you tell me I have to put a mask on. To mind your own business, if somebody's wearing a mask, shut up. Right? <laughs> right. Like, I walked into a place with a mask, and all of a sudden, it turned into an event. You don't have to wear This is America. You don't have to wear Shut the freak up. I know. Shut <laughs> up and get out of my business. <laughs> so Give I me a break. It's like, and by the way, like, I want to walk into a place and have everyone have to turn around because somebody's yelling at me. Like, that really happened over the weekend. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you know. At that point, now I'm not taking this thing off. In fact, I might come over there and put one on you, you <laughs> piece of garbage. Well, you know, my feeling is, too, I have so many thoughts on that. First of all, I hadn't been sick, right, for a whole year. Right. And then I end up getting this thing from my roommate who had been in New York uh, last weekend. Uh, you can still get sick, and it's ugly. Uh, correct. <laughs> you you know? fell over the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know. and and guess what? I'm I, I'm just there are certain places that if I'm if I feel so compelled to wear a mask into, I'm going to. Yeah. There are certain places I don't feel like I have to. It and was... and in, in those situations, I'm going to. I don't really care what you think. I know. It's not a political statement, it's not anything, and it's none of your business. 
just like I didn't walk up to anybody in a grocery store when they weren't wearing a mask. I had one incident through the whole year. It was a waiter that was hovering over top of me, and he had no mask on. I had a problem with that. One incident back in, like, uh, in May. But I'll bet you there were 50 times where there was somebody next to me that wasn't wearing a mask. I never said a word. I didn't report them. I didn't do any of that crap. So if, if I choose to wear one, get the hell away from me. It could be you're legitimately sick trying I, to protect others. I wanted others. to say, yeah, I just tested positive, and I, I, wanted, to, <laughs> I wanted to kind of keep you guys safe here. It's God by the way. almighty, shut up. It is unfortunate. This is got... America. Now, uh, yeah, and unfortunately, you're a citizen. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel. I don't know. I've been actually are they just giving I, out those citizenship cards. Apparently, <laughs> yes, apparently. they are. Yes, they are. And you're uh, complaining about the Mexicans and the people coming across the border. That is not our problem. So I have to say, I had pretty good experiences with you know a few places I went into, and I always bring my mask because I'm in an I'm in an uncomfortable position now personally where I'm like. I should probably be wearing this, but I don't have to wear it. But I stay away from people. Yeah, you've been. Half the you've people been, have the store. You've been mentally trained. <laughs> yeah. Some would say brainwashed yeah. over the last year. Half the people in and a lot of the times places I go into that don't have the mask mandate. Some places still do. Correct. Um, but I know some restaurants that still require right. you to because apparently the health department hasn't lifted. I was going to say, or the liquor authority, one or the other. We'll have to talk to uh, Greeley on that. But um, but I, I got one letter from uh, Taylor and the Cook over the weekend that said we're we're in kind of a tough position because they haven't changed the the rules with the health department and we we don't want to get fined so we're just asking that when you're away from your table you put a mask on. It's just the tough thing okay. is you walk into a store and it's like that you're, you I have the the mask on or or nearby and I'm looking around at people that are in the store okay, that person doesn't that person doesn't but those people do okay this must be a place I don't have to wear it I went into a garden center <laughs> not and, sure I don't know and, and outdoors believe it or not about 25% of the people were wearing the mask even outdoors which is I don't ever do that outdoors yeah. and then once I got inside I bet you it was about 75% some employees were not but most people most people were um, but I walk into another place and no one is. Yeah. So it, it varies from place to place. But the, all I'm saying is just leave people alone. Right. It's if a some, personal you know, choice at this if point. If somebody chooses to do it, there's a good chance. They might, who knows, they might be doing it for for the next 10 years. They might look like the Japanese. Right. It's their choice. You don't call them out on it. What is wrong with you? I think for the other than a few uh, loony uh, exceptions like that person that you're talking about, I think everybody's pretty good about the honor system, right? There's probably people that aren't vaccinated, and that's uh, you know there are people oh, that are, are not, a lot of that, are, that are that are not, not vaccinated, vaccinated and they're, they're still not, wearing the mask, and or and are not wearing the mask. Well, I'm that's telling true you, you know that it's fifty fifty, really. It is what right? it is around here. I mean, we with haven't gotten are, to fifty. Well, what he's saying is, if if people are not vaccinated, they're wearing a mask. I don't oh, believe that. Oh, to be right, true. right, right. I think some are because why? why some are. Why would some people still be wearing them when they because, know they don't have to? Because uh, someone like me, if I walk into a place I'm not comfortable, I'm going to wear it. That's true. And I'm vaccinated. It has nothing to do with my parents wear it. They're in their 70s. Um, They still feel that despite the lift, that there's a chance that they could still get it even though they've been vaccinated. And they don't want to take that chance. I don't blame them. Whether Whether you know it or not, you are taking a chance. And I get it. It's small. If you've been vaccinated, it should be much smaller. But there's still that chance that you aren't protected by the vaccine. And if you choose to try to extend your life, 
or prevent yourself from living through misery or just simply not having to live through 10 days of quarantine, um, then so be it. Let these people do what they want to do. Or, by the way, you picked up a cold or some viral something. Right, right. And you, you do have a little bit of an illness going on. Correct. Interesting. Yeah, I don't so, want scabies either. So, so waking up from being sick or finally recovering from being sick was interesting to see because then, like yesterday, I stopped at a at a uh, a big box uh, improvement store, mm. and I was I think I, I had to return a battery for my mower, and I think I was the only person there with a mask on. I, yeah, I, that's yeah. an exaggeration. I did see a couple of other people, but I mean nobody. To include ninety percent of the store staff, nobody had a mask. Yeah, so, yeah. It was just kind of almost. It's almost like it's a, a good, culture shock. It is. It's like a completely different world, which is great. Like we are now moving into uh, post COVID. It seems. Yeah, it's, and let's it's, hope it stays that way because what's going on in uh, in in India is a variant that is much more contagious, and it's one that uh, we want to keep over there and not bring over here. Jeff has been waiting. Hi, Jeff and Utica. Good morning. You're on the radio. Hey, Bill. Hey, guys. Sorry. You know, rowdy golf is not, uh, this wasn't like a one-time event. I mean, it's happened before. Is that what we call it, rowdy golf? Oh, I suppose. I mean, I'm yeah. thinking back to like the 96 tour when you had Shooter McGavin and Happy Gilmore going neck and neck. <laughs> and, you know, and it was, you know, there was right up to the end there, you know, and you, you had Phil Nicholson sitting there going, get in the hole. Why don't you get in the hole? <laughs> Didn't they knock down a light tower, too, or something like that? That's oh, how yeah. wild I mean, it got. Yeah, it was the best ratings for the week, I think. Yeah, yeah. All right. Good point. <laughs> Very good point, Jeff. Why you guys hadn't done a Happy Gilmore reference thing, I'm shocked. So, uh, it I is. Know. There's so much from over this weekend. I just can't well, keep for it a record, for the record, it was a camera tower that they knocked over, and I believe a quote from Shooter McGavin was, Go back to your shanties! All right, <laughs> <laughs> Jeff. Thank you, man. Have a good one, guys. For setting us straight. You are correct. Thank you. Uh, Wayne in Utica. Hello, Wayne. Good morning. Hey, hey guys. Was any of that sound piped in? I know. Oh, I think no. That was, that was all real. Yeah. yeah, it was all real. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah. There'd be no reason right. to pipe any did, sound. Did up. you see the crowd? I mean, it was a no, huge. No, I, I know, I know. Because just like you know, like you guys said, it's been since March, and some of these people have really gotten to go to these things, so they get really excited. I think like that was child, yeah. I know with a toy. You're right, and I, I <laughs> right on Christmas morning walking down and yeah. So, but where well, the one thing you have to notice about golf is golf is normally quiet, with the exception of you might get a roar from time to time, and then towards the end, the roar might be a little bit bigger. So you could even see them in a couple of the shots when they were teeing off. There are mics all over, all over the course. Right. And they're trying to and pick up. And they hold up, up signs, right, that say quiet, quiet. Correct, yeah. yeah. They'll put their, their hands up and, you know, because and, and, they're trying to get the sound of that, uh, of the golf and the hit of the ball and the swing, whew, uh, all of that stuff. And then all, the, all of a sudden the people went wild. And I think that's mm-hmm. why it sounded so but it was. It didn't just sound crazy. They were. It was a but mob was. scene. Yeah, it was crazy, man. All right, the mask. Cool. The mask thing. I I am going to wear mine when I go into a store. When I come out of the store, I don't find it to be an inconvenience. I find it to be a habit now. Until they get this thing a hundred percent under control, to where they could tell me the numbers aren't spiking every two months, or then yeah. I'm going to stop wearing it because I'm vaccinated. But they make us wear them at work. It's related. You got to do it I'm anyway. I'm going to wear it yeah. there. 
I'm Elaine. Not, I'm, you know, I'm with you. If that makes me the p word, then so be it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't care. People do look at me now because yeah. they're all without the mask, but I don't care. They can look. I want to write on my mask, you know, like uh, something yeah. offensive. You got to give like put, put the stink eye look right <laughs> on the front of the mask. <laughs> all right, don't become Thank a don't become a a, a Karen um, an opposite Karen. I don't yeah. know what that anti Karen. So. Okay, Wayne. Thanks, man. Thanks, guys. Uh, and uh, Stefan Rabitsky. Good morning, Stefan Rabitsky. Well, hello. Well, hello, Bill, Jeff, and Andrew. What's going on this morning, Stefan? You're up bright and early. Now, uh, I was at the first ever uh, in East Utica, the Utica Hellcats game. Okay, nice. Yes. We spoke, uh, with, the, uh, we spoke with the coach the other day. Well, he's only a week late on this. It was yeah, last weekend. Well, yeah. Uh, he's been trying to get in on this issue. Okay, yeah. go ahead, Aunt, uh, uh, Stefan. Stefan, sorry. Well, uh, they are. Uh, it was unfortunate they lost thirty to nothing to the yeah, New was... York knockout from <laughs> Schenectady. Well, it's a new program but, here, so. But yeah. you have to work out the kinks and jitters, like in the NFL Week One is not smooth, right. and True. Uh, it. it it was entertaining, and I plan to go back to the uh, second home game. All right, they only play a few games, and then uh, and the same thing with the uh, with Utica Yeti. With the Utica Yeti, they only play a few games, and they do playoffs. So, okay, Stefan, good stuff. How's your job going, man? It's going good, and uh, also the Mets are fielding a Triple A team, yes, and they're called... finding ways to win. It's uh, it's crazy. Um, I mean, I don't. You don't know anyone on this. T- have you seen? Did you like watch the Mets yesterday? No. It's like there's no one that you know. Uh, well, I did see. The... I mean, I don't want to do that, but. Yamamoto it's, guy blew up that inning, and I, I just, never went back to check the score. It's just, I mean, and, and up until this weekend, they had been finding ways to win, but they lost two this weekend. Um, and you know, the, these play these guys got to get back into the in into the game here. We this is not good. Yeah, some I of mean, the guys I can't. You've never even names. heard of them. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, who is and they, this team? Yeah, and I saw they got Cameron Mapin back, who was a big signing like six years ago and was a total nothing. Yeah. And yeah. apparently they've picked him up out of the uh, literally the scrap heap. So. And, and, and that's how bad it is. That's 16 players on the injured list. 16 starters. Players, basically. Uh, okay there, Stefan. Thanks. You're welcome. You have a great day. DeGrom is, uh, DeGrom is back tomorrow, though. Oh, I I did hear that. That's so true. you know what's uh, what's funny is we always you know we always think we got it worse than we got it. My my initial reaction to all the injuries is, hey, listen, when it was COVID, they were only off for two weeks. I mean, Syndergaard's been gone for a whole year. <laughs> Let's go back to COVID, you know. Yeah. But uh, obviously, I say that it's funny. The um, joking. Uh, the Degrom pitched. Uh, they they were all all excited about the fact that he 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 pitched uh, three innings and he had I don't know eight strikeouts. And, but he was playing their their single A team. <laughs> right, but hey, listen. If you're a pitcher, you still got to get the ball down the. You still got to get it down the middle somewhere, or somebody somewhere on the corner to get the strike. Can you imagine if uh, if he pitched that game and he got rocked? That wouldn't be good. No. Uh, by the way, Bob messaging in. Actually, this is from over the weekend, but he said I still wear my mask because the pollen is so bad. And boy, isn't it is it awful? It's been a season it, it's, for that. I, I was. Uh, we had someone at our house uh, yesterday evening. 
And uh, my wife was, you know, go out and wipe everything off. I said, I just did. I did it on Friday. And I went out, and it was filthy, just yeah. covered in that yellow, black pollen. My mom did it twice yesterday afternoon yeah. at her house. Yeah, it was bad. Um, let's see. Okay, I got a couple things to throw at you. First of all, if you look this morning, there's a basically a blue sky coming in just as the sun was coming up. You get that full blue sky without the without full sun in your eyes. And uh, the chemtrails are unbelievable this morning. And I'm thinking... Are these, uh, is this, and it looked like they were planes that were going straight up in the air. Just, it's based on our angle of where you're, where you're looking. Yeah. Uh, but I'm thinking, are these, uh, and there must have been five in the air. Like, uh, are these all uh, military planes? Is there military testing going on? So I pulled up my handy-dandy little app here called Plane Finder. And sure enough, these were planes coming out of Syracuse and coming out of, uh, out of Albany. Uh, JetBlue and uh, Southwest. Uh, what else? Uh, Republic Air. Isn't that what uh, what Jay flies? Re- is it Republic? I think it's Division of. Yeah. Okay, I think so. And uh, United, but you know they're all uh, they're all commercial planes. But the chemtrails are. Well, boy, they're really doing something with those chemtrails, right? Yeah. So you're <laughs> isn't using... that the theory that? Yeah. Well, well, if you believe that it's some poisoning of the uh, population. It's a chemtrail. I see. Okay, if it's, I think it's just exhaust from the plane. Otherwise, I do. I do think. But, yeah, but they call them chemtrails, don't they? Or well, I, I always thought only... chemtrails was a reference to the poison ah, that they were. Okay. It's a chemical trail they're leaving. So the, it's a chemtrail if you think they're trying to control the population. I'm gonna look this through up. the uh, through. These... It's actually planes from Wuhan. They're dropping more COVID on the. Okay. Uh, on the All right. Okay. Well, so. The first thing that came up, I'm not going to go too much into this, but it says believers in chemtrails say those trails are actually clouds of chemicals used by the government for nefarious purposes. Or chemtrail or, conspiracy theory. Yes, or so I think, attempts to do good things, but it turns out bad. Right. right is yeah. that they're, they're trying to make the world a better place. Big brother and all of that garbage. Yeah. Uh, well, what do you call them if they're if you don't suspect anything negative? I, I think it's erroneous belief, long lasting exhaust from the plane. I guess, I guess. so. Yeah, it, it would be like saying you know <laughs> plane exhaust. And the fact that it's forty four degrees out right now, I'm thinking there's there's steam in there as well. If you were to refer to uh, the rigged election, you would be probably a Trump believer type okay. thing. If you're using that type of terminology, oh, wow, look at them. It kind of they're indicates the which side you're on. There's probably six out there that are just clear as day. It's really crazy. <laughs> And you know the UFO sightings are through the roof right Rampant. now. Yeah. I don't know. Tony J. Power standing by right now. The governor in Texas uh, is taking uh, mask wearing uh, to a whole new level in terms of not wearing masks. He is now banning schools from requiring masks, which I find is a step further in the other direction. Yeah. Good morning, Tanya. What do we know on this one? Hey, good morning. And by the way, everybody knows that chemtrail... Is that that means that's the plane that Kim Kardashian is flying on right then. If it was her sister <laughs> Chloe, it would be Chloe Trail. Everybody, I, I mean, see. This is, I, I, you can look that up. I have to look that up. I knew my daughter mentioned oh, that once. So it's I a to, Kim Trail. <laughs> this is that means that's the plane she's on. It doesn't. Isn't that what 
I think you may be right. I think you may be right. I thought it was Kim Force One, but Kim Trail makes a lot more sense. (laughs) I mean, you know, nobody says that it isn't. Listen, the things we learn, uh, Tanya, the things we learn. (laughs) And the things you outright make up. We were, uh, I have to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it happens so often around here, I'll tell you. So we were uh, speaking about the the weekend and, and how it's gone from some, quote, Karen yelling at someone because they don't have a mask on to people yelling at someone because they're wearing a mask. Like, you don't have to wear that mask. I imagine that's not happening in Manhattan, but it is happening up here right now. Yeah, that's not, I have not seen that happen here. Um, You know, everybody seems to be really good at minding their own business, apparently, according to their their mask behavior in public. I have not seen any of that. Of course, I haven't seen that really at all during the whole pandemic here. I know that there's been some, like, either video from Staten Island or something last year that was that where people were like screaming about stuff but um and I can't remember who's who was on what side. Right. Um but yeah, that's not normally a thing that we Kylie, I mean, it's, there it's, are it's, still people wearing their mask outside. There are still there are people who aren't wearing their masks. There are people who are kind of doing a hybrid of the two for the businesses that are still requiring it inside. So you've at least got it with you if you, you know, go in a business that still says, right, right. Okay, we want you to wear a mask. But you know. Uh, there are, there are people out there wearing clothing that I'd be like, I cannot believe you're leaving the house with that on, but I don't say anything. I keep my mouth shut. Um, (laughs) the the most covering up is the mask on their face. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So governor Abbott, um, Mm -hmm. this is an interesting uh, approach here. He's going completely in the other direction. Yeah. He announced last week that, uh, public schools can no longer require masks on their campuses starting June 5th. Um, it's not just that he says, okay, you don't have to do this if you don't want to. We're leaving it up to the school. He's basically said, um, it, this executive order, it, it uh, bans government entities in Texas, like cities and counties, from mandating masks. Um, starting Friday, last Friday, any government entity that tried to impose a mask mandate could get a fine to be fined up to, up to $1,000 under this new order mm. um the like i said the schools after june 4th no student teacher parent other staff member or visitor may be required to wear a face covering under the new order and some of the schools don't get out i think two of the biggest school districts don't get out houston gets out like june 11th um dallas gets out on june 18th so i mean it's right here at the end of the school year i think that probably the most people this is going to affect are people who are you know uh, going to summer school or yeah, you know, yeah. college students in summer school, things like that. Um, but yeah, that's that's what he he said. As you mentioned, it's not just okay. We're going to leave it up to the individual. You know, whatever you want to do, but you don't have to. You know, statewide anymore. It's you're not. We're not going to allow you to have a mask mandate. Uh, which is uh, which is from the governor who didn't mandate masks in the first place, right? He left it up to the uh, to the individual school districts and the counties to to make that decision. Yeah, I believe I believe that yeah. I believe that was the case there. It you know it honestly got really difficult to keep track of what you know who was going the furthest and who was you know not allowing them at all. And somebody some people you know some governors were just leaving it up to like you said leaving it up to the entities themselves. Yeah. Um, but this is he's kind of drawn a line and said okay no in this new executive order that um, you you can't mandate a mask in in Texas city or county. Well, listen, we are, uh, we're heading into the summer where it's supposed to, where if you look at last year, how it declined and continued to decline. Maybe by the mm-hmm. time we, uh, we hit midsummer and the end of the summer, 
it's gone, and we don't ever have to see what's going on over in uh, in India and any of these other variants. And who knows, Tanya? Maybe one shot and done. Maybe maybe we don't need more than one shot. Wouldn't that be the best thing in the world? It, it would be awesome for us to finally get to the to the percentage we need to get to emergency, yeah. which yeah. is you know I'm seeing there's been estimates of seventy percent. That's the goal. Yep. Um, and right now we're at less than a little less than fifty. So you know, long way to go. What? We got, we got, we got further to go, but we're, yep. we're getting there. All right, Tanya, thanks so much. Have a wonderful day. Uh, Tanya G. Powers uh, from Fox News. Uh, Mel Fancett is the uh, Newtown clerk in uh, New Hartford. I hope I get all this right, Mel. Uh, she says, I thought it would be nice and a creative courtesy to our residents to drop a certified COVID-19 eliminated card uh, or vaccinated card that our residents could carry in their wallets or purses, similar to a driver's license for a small minimal fee, for our residents, uh, New Hartford would be the first office to offer the service. The fee would only be a couple of dollars just to cover the cost. Uh, she says she thinks this service could be huge in proving you're vaccinated, just as a driver's license is to buy beer or cigarettes or what have you. New Hartford would be, be the first to offer it if the board ends up approving it. But that is in the works right now in the uh, in the town of New Hartford. I mean, it's kind I think of you'll a, see more of this stuff. Yeah. It's kind of interesting, but don't you have a card already? You do, but uh, a lot of people don't want to carry it around. And the other part of it it's is, fragile. it's it's, just a... it's also, um, I, I think it's the the general thought is that that card can be duplicated very easily. Yeah, like yeah. you can well, fake it. No question. Uh, we have a few people messaging. Actually. Well, then how would you if you showed I'm up? I'm sorry, she's the deputy town clerk, uh, Mel. I'm sorry, I'm running. She says I'm running for office in the upcoming election. All right. So what she's basically saying is. Vote Mel in the upcoming election. <laughs> uh, Thank you, Mel, for that. We'll help you prove you're vaccinated. Uh, as they usually do, we have listeners correcting us this morning. I guess it's contrails. No, a it's chemtrails. It's C-H-E-M trails. What's okay. con? Yeah, what's contrails? That's another name for the same thing. Oh, okay. Well, it's, it, it sounds like it's... Uh, it, maybe that's what it's called if you're not a conspiracy theorist. Is that possible? I have no idea. Uh, oh, it's just exhaust, really. Can I can I throw you a... Oh, you know the stuff that causes black ice? Can I throw That's you... That's all it is. It's uh, in the airborne version. Can I throw you my Larry David moment for the weekend? Okay. This one might even be not even qualified as Larry David. You have to be the uh, the, the judge. So I'm, uh, I have found, and I think Lowe's sells these exclusively, I got a combo, and it's 80-volt combo leaf blower... And weed whacker, love it. And it, it is—it's easy. The, the weed eater is easy to load, and uh, it's made by um, uh, uh, Cobalt. Okay, K O B A L T. It's blue. Unbelievably powerful. Battery powered. Battery powered. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. And the battery lasts. I'm able to do my whole property, and weed weed eat and blow everything off without losing the battery. It's the future. It is the future. Really? So. Can you do the two simultaneously? No, there's only one <laughs> how battery. How would I be able to do that? There's one battery that comes mm-hmm. with it, but how can I carry both of them? I'm not. My arms oh, aren't that strong. Oh, I thought it was one I'm device. I'm weed-whacking over here. I feel like Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> no, I thought it was. I thought the as I weed-whack, I'm blowing it. It's incredible. I thought it was a two-in-one thing. It is in the box. Whether well, oh, you take the them box. out, they're two different devices. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah. Yeah, now it's clear. All right. So, um... I am, I swear to God, 
So I'm I'm <laughs> to the point where we're this is a time of year where if you have a pool, you're getting bombarded with seedlings and flowers yeah, and everything coming off the trees. The wind blows, you're dealing with uh, so I'm trying to blow the stuff away from the uh, the pool. So I'm pretty uh I feel like I'm fairly agile. And I'm making my way around the uh, pool. My wife is in the, the pool looking the other way. And all of a sudden, I take a step. And I didn't realize, but I cut the corner too sharp. Now, I am weed whacking. Oh, and no. and our, our, the, the, the concrete is, is stamped. So it's a jagged edge along, that whole, along the whole side made to be looking like it's something real or something. Um. I went in. I scraped myself right down the uh, right down the edge of that pool. Ooh. Smashed the uh, the the leaf blower into the concrete, making a huge sound. Didn't let go of the leaf blower until it was too late. The leaf blower comes in the pool with me. Oh no! Luckily, it wasn't electric, right? Right. So it comes in with me. We'd be renaming the show this morning. Right to the bottom of the uh, bottom of the pool. I'm trying to I'm I'm now all in. I'm going down to the bottom as well. Trying to and I took a pretty hard hit. Um mainly on my shoulder and my and my arm. So now the first instinct is all right, let me get a let me get some air. So I came above water and, and I looked down and there's the you know, what do you think the first thing my wife said? Well, go down and get the leaf blower. <laughs> so I'm I go down and and get the leaf blower and bring it up. And I am telling you, I am being shocked as this thing is. I'm pulling this thing out of the water. It is burning my hand as I'm pulling it out of the water. Get it up there and and take the battery out because you you you. Now, if you look at anything with lithium batteries, yeah. if water comes in contact with a lithium battery, if there was any leakage going on there, it explodes. And you figure this is 80 volts. It's filled with those lithium batteries. Yeah, It's a bad explosion. It did not explode. But it completely destroyed the, uh, the battery and destroyed the, uh, the leaf blower. I think I don't have another battery to put into it to find out. But I'm telling you. Now, I'm thinking... I'm thinking if I was the only one out there and I hit my head and knocked myself out, I'd be dead today. Because nobody would have paid any attention. Everybody's doing their own thing. They're in the house. Nobody's paying any attention. <laughs> right. A noise in the backyard when I'm out there is normal, I guess. But, man, gone. And that uh, there's that brand new leaf blower. Yeah, that part stinks. I was going to say, when you were and telling the, the story. the like $140. Yeah, once it's submerged, I don't think there's Gone. any saving. It's yeah. like a cell phone. And almost. you want to be careful because it could explode. If the, the water were to connect, it can it can explode. And it's a terrible explosion. you have time for a quick cell phone story? Uh, uh, can I take Irwin quickly in Rome ahead, and then Irwin. we'll do that? Hello, Irwin in Rome on Contrail versus Chemtrail. What's the difference? Good morning, Bill. This Good morning. Harlan, H-A-R-L-A-N. Harlan. Uh, Good morning, Harlan. Yes. And uh, I worked 12 and a half years on a flight line with the Air Force. Okay. And I worked hands-on on the um, fighter bombers. And these things will take off loaded with fuel, go to their altitude, and get their speed up to where they have to be. And there is a lot of friction taking place on the, uh, on the uh, aircraft. Okay. And they, they hit the, these 
moisture in the air hits and condenses. I see. Blows off the back of the wings or anything that's furthest back on the airplane. Because all this all this stuff that's condensing on the wings and the fuselage rolls back to the back towards towards the back of the aircraft and come off the back. And uh, you know, they again are hit by exhaust streams. And there's a lot of condensing, and that's your that is your chemtrail. Got it. I, it's I, condensation. I, I roll my eyes every time I hear this story, and yeah. I've been listening to these stories for years and years. And years. Right, there's some chemical being uh, produced to, you know, put the public well, in place or something. And no, no, I I worked on flight line. I had to fill these jet aircraft up with the JP4 fuel. Right, and it's now it's not going to a JP5 or something else. I'm I'm old, <laughs> uh, and. Uh, there's no place you can really actually put them unless you actually put a pylon inside next to the drop tanks yeah. and put up a some sort of a canister and then there is no way of there's no piping on those Got all, it. The, all these all these things that are carrying bombs are not carrying fuel right right in those pylons um, so uh there's no way of liquid being able to get up through the canister into the wings out towards the back of the aircraft and then spread off. Well, it's a, um, it seems like it's one of those perfect mornings with the temperature about 40 degrees. The sky is completely clear. You just see like six or seven of these big contrails or chemtrails, whatever you want to call them, I guess, uh, in yeah. the sky. And they're very definitive this morning. Oh, yeah, I, I know. I see them uh, come. In fact, I, I have to go back up to the VA every now and again. I'm a, mm-hmm. Um, uh, Vietnam vet with a lot of Asian orange problems. But, oh boy, uh, sorry to hear that. Well, on the way home, I'm looking up the sky and I shade, uh, turn to my wife and said, "Look, the chemtrail, huh?" Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> and we they're, get a big kick out of it. They're they're trying uh, to control population uh, or whatever these people are saying that they do. They, you know, they can't. They have a hard time even pumping fuel off that airplane once it's in the air. Right, right. Uh, because it's a pressurized fuel system. Well, it would have to be a pretty potent chemical, this whole conspiracy theory. It would have to be an unbelievably potent chemical, considering how little the trail is compared to the mass of, of the atmosphere and air. And, and well, I, I mean, it's just, it, it doesn't make sense it, it logically. Doesn't. Uh, it doesn't but, make sense, but I will tell you something that will blow your mind. Do you know the name of the chemical they allegedly use? Hmm. It's called COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> Harlan, thank you for that, and, I, and thank you for your service, and uh, I hope all goes well at the, at the VA. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Bill. We appreciate the uh, the update this morning. I uh, to by say, the way, you said cell phone story. My watch said, it seems like you have fallen. Are you okay, or should we call 911? <laughs> and everything went in with me, my phone and everything. If they were going to poison somebody, there's a trillion other ways you can do it, other correct. than releasing really... chemicals that high in the air. Correct. Yeah, these airplanes. Uh, all right, uh, we got a break um, coming up. There's much to uh, get to for this uh, for this Monday morning. Heading into what looks like right now, we'll see what Richard has to say. But it looks like a cold and uh, rainy oh, really? Memorial Day weekend. Ah. Yeah, uh, nice week, but the weekend not looking so good. We'll see what happens coming up.